rolling, Jerome. And action. That was kind of dope, though. No lie. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Somewhere in America. Today, we're going to do things a little bit different. Jalen couldn't make it in, so me and our first... I mean, I guess you could count Trey as a guest, but we're here. Our first official guest, after kind of getting everything settled down, is going to be on the podcast today, so that's going to be awesome. Uh, just before we get started, remember to like us on Instagram, share us on Instagram, follow us on Instagram. Uh, we don't have a Facebook, but check out the website and uh, subscribe, leave a rating on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever you call it. And yeah, I think that will do it for the introduction. So our guest today is a cool dude. He's been my buddy for, how long have we known each other? A couple, almost three years. And uh, yeah, met at work and now we're buddies. And I got him on the podcast because he's got some cool uh, opinions on a lot of different topics. So hopefully we can we can get some cool shit out of him today. Yeah, but yeah, welcome. Ransom Spencer. Thank you. Yeah, looking forward to it. Um, I... Uh I'm I'm excited to hear what you got for me and excited what, to hear what I've got for you, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it's going to be, but I was going to say I think more excited for to hear what you have to say. I know we kind of discussed a few things that we were going to talk about. Yeah. And uh I don't know exactly how you'd like to start or if you want to you want to have a little bit of conversation and just ease our way into it or just jump yeah. right no, in? I think we can get into it uh, little by little here. I know we've talked about uh, a few different things just over lunch and things like that. And yeah. I don't know if you've got any questions for me to start it off. We can do it that way. Uh, yeah, so I think... Well, actually, I guess the first thing is my voice was supposed to be disguised and I was supposed to have a blur on my face. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I think I'm okay with it, but I'm okay with not having it, but, uh, yeah. But if, if in a, in a perfect world, you would have had your voice disguised in a blur over your face. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't need the world knowing I, I who don't you need, are. I don't need any strangers knowing about me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. No, I, uh, well, yeah. What, I mean, what is, I don't what, know. I, you know, I don't have much of an online presence really. I don't have facebook or or things like that which i guess is not is becoming less uncommon um for people to not have facebook and things like that uh but i don't know maybe i'm a little bit of a conspiracy theorist but uh yeah well i think that's kind of one of the things that like we <laughs> that's why i wanted to get you on the podcast was you know a lot about stuff like that and uh, well, I feel a bit like a hypocrite, right? You know, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I don't have a Facebook and I'm worried about my face on the video or, or, 
or, or disguising my voice, but you know, we've got Alexa in the kitchen and she listens <laughs> to us all day. So what, you know, what does it really matter? I right. It's kind of one of those things that I, I feel like I'm, it feels important to me. And then in practice, I'm like, yeah, but you know, I need, how am I going to know what I need to buy when I go grocery shopping you know, without, <laughs> without it? So, right. I, I think some of that is, is important. Um, all of it's important, but I don't know. I'm a little more lax than I should, than I feel I should be a, yeah. with, with personal security. Yeah. Well, I've, and privacy. Yeah. I think a lot of people, I mean, as, as far as people I know, you probably are the most, I don't know if you would even use the word strict, but like most cautious. Yeah. And I mean, like I use this, I'm, I mean, I use the same password for everything, you know, unless I need a capital letter and a right character and no, I add it. No, and, and I, I do too. You know, I, yeah. I use the, the same variation of a password, which see now, now I'm, now I'm spouting the, the, the private <laughs> stuff on the right. podcast, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm even conscientious about the, my, the, the, the camera on my phone when I'm in sure. my house doing certain things and, and, uh, depending on what I'm messing with or, mm -hmm. or paperwork that I'm looking at, you know, I try and be careful with what my, my phone's pointed at, which yep. that may be extreme, but well, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's not extreme. Yeah. I, who, who knows? Yeah. No, my dad, I know my dad, he has like on his laptops and computers and stuff like that. He's got the camera covered and you know, with his phone, it's different because he's using his phone to take pictures and video and stuff like that. But, right. but like, yeah, webcams, stuff like that. He's got them all covered just because, yeah. I mean, there's, there, there's evidence of people being watched through their webcams and stuff. So. Yeah. It, I mean, it goes, I think it goes a lot farther than, than people realize, um, yeah. you know, and I, I, the, the credibility of things you hear, um, it is sometimes hard to determine, but um, there's been talk of things like audio recording and and things of that nature inside of dishwashers, right? Like new dishwashers that you sell from major manufacturers and smart TVs and things like that. That you know these manufacturers are coming out and, and basically admitting to their consumers that this stuff is there, and right. they've kind of had their hands forced by the, shall we say the government, right. Yeah. Or, or some entity, um, you know, bigger and, and stronger than they yep. are. And, uh, yeah, m maybe at their own risk, but they come out and say, Hey, you know what? We've got devices in our equipment that, uh, you know, we, we want you to know about. And I know that was a thing with, uh, uh, some of the smart TVs and, and things like that. So, you know, people take a lot of that stuff and um, privacy and things like that for granted. But, you know, if that is true and there are microphones in your dishwashers. Right. That's pretty weird. Yeah. Right? And and most, pe <laughs> yeah. most people say, well, I've got nothing to hide, you know, you know and, and that maybe is true. You know, what are you going to say in front of your dishwasher that, that you, you, you're like, oh, man, if I shouldn't have said that or, or right. they're coming for me. But yeah, yeah. It's still the, the, uh. I mean, it's an invasion of privacy. It's the uh, the thought of yeah. it, you know. Just, just because you just because you aren't saying something weird doesn't mean somebody needs to hear it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, we know firsthand that 
like some of the equipment we use at work, like the drones, for example, they, the, the DJI specifically is manufactured in China, comes here and China now has a database of pictures, video maps, whatever the DJIs are used for. China has access to all of that data. And that's kind of well, scary. Yeah. Well, and considering it's one of the biggest drone manufacturers in the world, um, or the biggest. Look, look at where China is in the public eye right now with yeah. what's going on in with Hong Kong and and their stuff. You know, the over there, facial recognition is a big thing, and they're coming out with masks to to blur your face, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and they've got cameras everywhere yep. over there, and and you know, we might think, well, if they take a video of me while I'm walking down the street. What, 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 what harm is it to me? Um, you know, if I'm just going about my business, I'm not doing anything, uh, any, anything weird, but I bet if you ask those people over there, what they thought about it, they're probably doing the same thing, but their day-to-day stuff might be a problem now, you know, now that they have that government, um, control to, to the level that they do. Yep. Yeah, I know. No, it's it's kind of scary where things can be going, especially yeah. when like now we're seeing a sneak peek of just little stuff like that. Well, back to what you were talking about that DJI um, um, thing. You know, federal. Some of the federal agencies are different. Organizations are, are um, banning the use of these Chinese-made uh, cameras, essentially. Yeah, and think about that how many i mean that's there there's there's got to be hundreds of thousands of dji phantoms or dji cameras um you know across the u.s being used by you know recreational users and commercial users and all of that and uh and just to think that all of those pieces of hardware are potentially being logged in a database Uh and recorded and and kept and sorted through if they needed to be um, it's, it's creepy as hell, yep. you know, and you think, oh, they, they're, they're not going to do that. Well, that's too much to handle. Well, it's, it's not too much to handle. If yeah. they have the back door into it and can get it, yep. then it's, it's, it's there and they have it. And, yep. you know, Edward Snowden, he knows. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was, that was interesting. I never, I n- I'd never heard about that, the whole Snowden deal, until you introduced me to it, and then I watched the movie, and I was like, "Oh wow, this is the, this is a big deal." Yeah, it is a big deal, and, and you know, it kind of makes me sad a little bit because you know that came out, and people talked about it a little bit, and you know, maybe that affected a lot of some people. Well, I won't say a lot of people, probably, but. Um, you know, here we are several years later and it's like, oh, did that really change the dynamic of the way we do things, you know, yeah. as far as our, our security and our privacy and stuff like that? Yeah. Probably to some degree, but not as much as I think it should have and not yeah. as much as he, he would have liked it, it to, you know, to yeah. be. And, yeah. uh, you know, and then you get, you get like this Hollywood movie made it uh, after his story and, you know, it's kind of cool because, you know, I, I, I had a copy of that movie and I said, Hey, you got to watch this and keep in mind, this is real. This is what happened. You know, right. this is, 
this is for real stuff. Yep. But it's so easy to disassociate when you're watching a Hollywood a, movie. A Hollywood movie produced, you know, for the purpose of entertainment. And and so you say, Wow, that was a crazy movie. But then you're gonna turn around and, and put in, you know, the Avengers or something, and you're like, Well, <laughs> yeah. You compartmentalize that stuff in your brain kind of in the same place. And so it doesn't really it doesn't really create the awareness. I think if you can learn about it in another way, you know, people, mm-hmm. lots of people saw that movie Yeah, and, and they, you know, how many people saw that movie and was like, Oh, that was a cool movie, whatever. Yeah. You know, they just like, didn't even give it a second thought that right. that was real. Yep. So uh, I don't know. It's, it's interesting stuff and m- maybe more people think about it than, than I realized, but, but I think, I wish more people would think about it because what it comes down to is is probably the government's overreach and yeah. and in some form or another it, it's it's some form of government overreach and and um meddling in things that they don't have any business being in and fundamentally what it is is um uh going against the the constitution yeah well, and I think that's that's probably one of the biggest deals is the infringement on our rights. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, there's uh, so many things are commonplace now that are, that are contradictory to what's spelled out in the Constitution. Um, and, and it's the same thing. You know, people are desensitized to, to, to things, and they – you grow up with all these different things that that maybe don't um, aren't supported by the Constitution, and and you think you don't think anything of it because it's just the way it's always been. And and you know if you sit down and think about it, you say, "Wow, this is this doesn't this isn't allowed according sure. to this document." But you know at, at the end of the day, what are you? How much are you gonna care? It's like yeah. uh, this way. It's the only way I've ever known. Yeah. So, uh, yep. But yeah, no. And that <clears throat> kind of speaking on the Constitution, that's kind of one thing that I was exposed to when we met as well. As you're a libertarian, and I never met anybody libertarian. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I kind of see, see ooh, like libertarians as kind of constitutionalists, right? Sure. And uh, it's just. I mean, I was I was raised conservative, and so you know we like our rights. Right. But it's still different. I'm not going to call you radical, but it's right. It's to a uh, higher degree. There, than, there's different, definitely some you know parts that go hand in hand, especially when you come to to constitutionalist type things. You know, um, you know, obviously different parties or different sub groups of parties you know can um get behind different things uh that that overlap between parties but yeah uh being a libertarian you know it's it's a lot of constitution based things that 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 kind of makes up the foundation of it and then the uh what we call the nap which is the non-aggression principle so you you don't enact aggression against somebody or something unless aggressed upon. Yeah. Um, so 
if you can kind of apply those simple things, you know, the the concepts that America was a found was was founded on, and also apply that uh, non-aggression principle. Um, if you can find a kind of a, an appropriate way to apply that, you can, you can kind of use it for anything. Yep. Um, some, some things obviously aren't as straightforward as others, but, but you can just about get a pretty good idea. Um, if you ask yourself, am I aggressing on somebody or, yeah. or is this uncalled for? Yeah. Yep. No, I, I definitely like especially that we share an office. I like being exposed to the different ways of thinking. And I've always been like that, you know, like I never, like I got along with old people because I like, I like to hear what they had to say. And like, I knew how my friends thought. And so I like, I like being exposed to the differences that other people have. Yeah. Well, and I, 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 I probably spout some ridiculous stuff sometimes that i maybe i maybe don't exactly agree with but you know when you're cooped up and you start you get you get pissed off about something you might say something crazy but <laughs> sure yeah I, I i'm sure sometimes i say things like that and i'm like oh geez that that's some crazy stuff do i really think that yeah oh well mm, yeah maybe maybe <laughs> maybe i do yeah <laughs> scare myself a little bit and like oh gosh yeah uh, that's how i am okay <laughs> yeah sure uh yeah no i i uh i like i like where we went with that yeah that was, that was good uh do you have anything else to add on the topic of uh maybe infringement of rights or political conspiracies or stuff like that i think something that comes to mind i guess uh just kind of to wrap this this topic up a little bit the i i think that there's a lot more stuff going on that's kind of premeditated and calculated than the 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 government lets the public on sure um you know i when they're i you know i think some of the um opposition during political races and things like that um they may pit people against each other on purpose Uh, i think i think there's 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 some there's some chess playing going on that uh, us dumb citizens Citizens. don't know about uh, or aren't supposed to know about or aren't even supposed to think about you know yep and uh, you know that that sounds a little bit uh, out there you know to say oh yeah that 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 was meant to be that way or or, Mm -hmm. or whatever but they're you know, you whenever the politicians do something and and, and you kind of kind of pisses you off or whatever, you you always ask yourself are they are they are they stupid or are they evil? Right. right. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, do they not know what they're doing or are they doing it on purpose? You know, uh-huh. with with some ulterior motive that we don't know. Sh- sure. Um, I, I I think they're a little, they're probably a little bit of both, but I think there's I think there's a lot more calculation going on than people think than what people think and. You know, a big part of that is keeping us in the dark, you know, the right. less we know and the poorer we are and the, you know, mm-hmm. more focused we are on, you know, uh, survival. Yeah. Survival, trying to go to work, trying to make your paycheck and then, you know, watching primetime television at night. Right. And 
you, you, you kinda, that kind of takes up all your time, right? You can't you can't sit around questioning things as yep. easily when you're when you're tied up with this stuff. But yeah, especially stuff like the government. Yeah, you know, you know complicated stuff. And right. the next, the other part of the th- of that that makes things really hard for for people for Joe Schmoes to to kind of figure things out and think for themselves is is the way media is reported. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, I mean, as much as a as a a news outlet can try to to report facts and be unbiased and things like that, I, it's not possible. Yeah. It's not possible to get information about something that's not skewed somehow right i mean even if the news outlet's not skewing it it got skewed on the way to on the way to them you know so um it's so hard because you try and listen to all this stuff and and form an opinion on things or try and try and figure out what's going on and you have to wonder it's like is any of this what i'm hearing is this even if this is any of this even true? Yeah. And, and maybe yep. a little bit of it, but it's not the whole story. You sure. know, how are you going to form an opinion on something that you've only heard, uh, you know, a, a percentage of what's actually going on? Yep. So that's the hard part with like, you'll read an article from this website or magazine or newspaper, or whatever, and then you go to a different media outlet and it's the same event. Yeah. And the outcome or the, yeah. The plot of the event that happened is completely different. And so you don't know like what points to take from which news outlet and you know yeah. you you could have two different biased news outlets report on a uh I don't know, a kid's birthday party. Sure. And you would get an entirely different feel for what happened at the birthday party. I mean, yeah. it's it's just it's not even the facts that they're it's the way they're delivering it that Turns can make out- you'd be like you know, it just, it's crazy the way, you know. Uh, yeah. Turns out it was a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or, or whatever. Yeah. Some. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. And, and I, and I, you know, people are so convinced that they know. Right. right? You know, they're like, yeah. well, my, the stuff I watch yeah. is is right the stuff i watch is is the real stuff right and so that makes me right yeah uh, no, none of it's right yeah yeah no i think unless unless you could be there firsthand to know what happened yeah you're not gonna I, I agree you're not gonna know the whole truth i mean unless it's something simple but if it's something controversial yeah i think there's always going to be something skewed to uh you know to benefit one side of the media or the other yeah and yeah whether it's i mean a big thing that happens is shootings you know like you hear about shootings happening and like for example i can't remember if it was the one in el paso or the one in ohio but oh it was a it was a racist trump supporting white dude always yeah yeah and it was it turns out it was like a hillary clinton supporter you know and oh i i mean i mean that's pretty pretty extreme right when you're talking about the motives and the type of person it was but sure i mean it's anything like i remember the aurora shooting at the batman premiere Uh uh, at the movie theater in colorado yeah um the big thing was that there was like reports of two shooters two 
gas masks that they found in the parking lot, two vests or whatever whatever it was yeah. that they were finding, you know, on mm. on site. And so you tune into the news, you hear that, and then a little bit of time goes by, and then you're you're watching again. You think, well, okay, what? Well, now they're only talking about one guy. So right. what? And, and what's funny is that that's always the case, right? Yeah. And so why why are why why is the reporting wrong every time? Yeah. So then, the the conspiracy theorist in me, right, uh-huh. goes, something was wrong with that story. Yep. And so they had something to spin, or something else happened. Yeah. And some details needed to be. Nudged from the from the record, right? So, sure. you know, w- when you have this early reporting, uh, to me, I like to think that that's, in a way, it's a little more accurate, right? Yeah. Then, uh, in some ways, it's not, right? Because you you start getting people early accounts of of events sometimes can be um, incorrect, right? But you get some of that early stuff coming in the news and it, and it's prior to when somebody's like, okay, you, y'all, they're saying this, we need to cut that, uh-huh. say something else. Yeah. So I always wonder like something big like that. When is it just going to be the same story from the beginning to the end? Yeah. It's not like the reporter left and the, you know, like who, right. who did they find two gas masks or not? Where yeah. are they? Yep. You know? Yeah. So, Either either they're adding stuff or they're taking away stuff, and yep. it's not it's not fair. I and I, I don't know. It's no, I agree, and I think part of all of that gets the people like uninterested, and so they. Uh, I mean, some of them get to the point where it's like, man, I I, I don't even care to watch this anymore. Oh yeah, you know, it's just so sensationalized that it turns people off. You know, yeah. it just wears people out. Yep. You know yeah for sure so then what happens is people that are paying attention and do care are uh i don't don't want i don't like using the word radical but they're a little more they're a little more ingrained in their beliefs right when you've got you've got all the middle of the road is tired of it right and so now they don't want to listen to it they don't want to talk about it yep and all that stuff and so now what you're left with are you know the people that have something to say yep. about it, yep. and, and so and now with the, all of our, you know, uh, social media and and the, the, so quickly we can spread our voice, um, you start getting the the crazies talking about stuff and yeah. saying crazy stuff, and, right. and and it makes it makes what well, if you're going to talk about political parties, it makes a political party look bad or it right. makes a, you know, a group, any group of people is going to start looking crazy when you have, you know, the majority of its population is tired of stuff. They don't want to talk about it. They're over it yeah. because of what the media has done to them. Yep. And now you have the people that are really into it and they're uh-huh. the ones that are the, that are speaking for the group. Sure. You, know, you, you start ending up with this, it's really divided two sides or more sides mm-hmm. going at it. Yep. Um, and it kind of, it kind of gives an inaccurate, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Representation of what the oh, group sh- is. Sure. And you figure that people's beliefs in a group is like going to be like a bell curve, right? Yeah. You're going to have some outliers and then you're going to have the majority and then the outliers on the other side. Well, 
when you cut that middle out by disenchanting them with with a, a media overload, yeah. you're left with the outliers, and, yep. and and that's what the outsiders looking in are seeing are those people. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. You don't hear the regular Joe Schmo's voice speaking in the media, you know, right? And yeah, I mean, uh, you know, coming from citizens, you don't hear just regular dudes. You hear the weirdos or the radicals or whatever, yeah. you know. The ones that are fired in, up and en- uh, enough ab- about something to sure. to go somewhere and yell something, you yep. know. So, yep. Uh, yeah. So I, <clears throat> I think kind of touching on government cover-ups, we can maybe move on to uh, some other conspiracies that are, I don't know, a little more, little less political. Yeah. Let's say some more fun conspiracies. Yeah. Yeah. Not to say that that <laughs> what we just talked about wasn't fun, because I think everybody needs to uh, be educated on it or have some type of ideas or opinions on it. Sure. Uh, but I think that's, like you said, it's not fun to think about that stuff. You yeah. know, it's not fun to think that the government's listening in on you. You know. Right. And, uh, but yeah, I think something that was interesting that I think I even maybe mentioned it in a podcast previously. Uh, when we th- talked about having our first guest on was uh, <laughs> was your uh, we mentioned it or had a conversation at lunch one time about mermaids yeah and how and how <laughs> I know you you you've been dropping the the mermaid word all across here so I guess maybe we, we better touch on it yeah I was gonna say let's let's clear it up and tell us why you think mermaids are real okay <laughs> I'm gonna clarify this Lakota made it sound like I'm some like lifelong dedicated mermaid scientist I, i'm not i saw one animal planet special and googled it one time um and and i i kind of have my exciting ideas about it but uh, beyond that I, i'm not a i'm not a mermaid scientist okay <laughs> no uh what he's talking about is uh the animal planet that uh, I don't know. You had never heard of it, I no. guess. It, yeah. it was it was a show that they aired. I don't know, it had to have been several years ago, maybe in the early 2010s, um, thereabouts. Uh, and it was like, you know, one of these documentary-ish yeah. shows about um, mermaids, right? And, and these supposed uh, sightings and recordings of mermaids and things like that of course they had alleged uh video footage and and, and stuff um that they you know the the they analyzed and Mm -hmm. and and all this tried to to verify sources and all this well maybe i'm naive but I i watched all that and was pretty intrigued you know sure as the show was created to be yeah and uh so i thought oh whatever you know i guess if you can believe in bigfoot or the chupacabra or aliens or whatever you, you know what's to say there's not mermaids right you know the the ocean is huge you know right. we find scientists discover species in the ocean all the time yeah. recent i mean Daily. recently yeah so and you know like whales big right. big ass whales they're <laughs> yeah. like wow we never saw one of those before <laughs> right so if you have it, it's not crazy to me it's not crazy right. to believe that you have some 
humanoid, and I say humanoid, I mean like monkeys are humanoid, right? right. So, so anything that's like a little bit higher intelligence intelligence level, uh, swimming in the water, yeah, and, and you know something that some drunken sailor might be like, oh, there was a mermaid, I yeah. saw one, right? Um, you know, so. I think there's some plausibility to it when when you're talking about the expanse of the ocean that we have, right? Um, and the relatively unchartedness of that expanse of ocean. Sure. So, you know, when when there's these accounts of sightings and, and they're all kind of similar, you got to wonder, like, maybe they did see it. He wasn't seeing some hot post on Facebook, you know, that like that was his own description that also matched this other guy's description. Right. Um Well, and then <clears throat> if it's if it is a humanoid and it is it is a little bit higher in intelligence than other creatures, you know, it could have the knowledge now to stay away from yeah, these you know, well, us or predators or things that it seems and uh, as intimidating and we can get more on that in a in, in a minute well, sure i want to talk about uh bigfoot but yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh anyways but the, the animal planet thing was was kind of weird and, and they again i don't know maybe i'm just a dumbass and they <laughs> and they were they were getting ratings right and, sure and there was some like noaa scientists mm -hmm. on the show that were vouching for these claims right yeah. for these mermaid claims and shortly after that show aired i think there was some backlash like people were sort of up in arms that you know animal planet was making this crazy oh. apparently fake documentary about mermaids and sure you know, how dare they be making this science fiction when they're supposed to be, you know, showing, you know, zoo type stuff and, you know, R Steve Irwin <clears throat> type right. animal shows, right? So yeah. the planet's funniest animals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real legit animals. Sure. Um, so I think like Animal Planet's viewership was was like hella weirded out yeah. by the whole thing. Yeah. And like it should have been on Discovery Channel, not Animal Planet. Well, see, when I was a kid, Discovery Channel was real too, but now it's just like everything's just oh, a yeah. scripted show, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, like Animal Planet's that last show that you're like, no, don't do not do that. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, but, you know, his people were sort of pissed. And so Animal Planet came out and they're like, okay, sorry, you know, this was this was all just kind of for entertainment value and this and that. What was funny was in the show, they were like, they had like disclaimers, like these are real scientists, and you know oh, yeah. the NOAA doctor so and so, and mm -hmm. it was like made to look like a real documentary. Yeah. So, anyways, they came out and basically said, "No, nah, this wasn't really true. You know, this was just for fun and yeah, whatever." Well. This may be an ur urban legend because I, I kind of tried to do some follow-up on it and I couldn't really find these these claims. But then after that, I heard that those uh, scientists, those uh, NOAA, the, which I don't remember what National that, Oceanic... I know what you're talking about. NOAA is like an accredited... The Marine Biologists. Yeah. Okay. Association, yeah, yeah. 
probably the government. Sure. And I think that was part of the deal, right? The government obviously doesn't want this to come out. Yeah. Well, um, NOAA is a government right. entity. So so these doctors, these these scientists that were coming out with this these claims verifying these sightings were sort of going against their gag orders, if you will. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if they were necessarily under a gag order, but Sure. They 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 were expected to not be going out. Oh yeah, these these mermaids. This this real stuff. <laughs> right. Um. Well, these scientists came out and they're like, no, no, Animal Planet. Uh, they 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 came out and said this was wasn't true, but it was. It was real, you yeah. know. And we were there. And how <clears throat> dare they, you know, um, you know, kind of defame us for for making these claims and. You know, at the end of the day, it's kind of just like, how much of this is just, you know, a big show? You You're know? right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe all of it, which, okay, you yeah. got me. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. But, <laughs> but still, it's it, kind of it, an intriguing... Yeah. It makes you wonder. And if, you know, if one of those scientists, you know, believed that then, or saw something yeah. uh, that, that, you know, the whole world doesn't want to believe in, yeah. oh, shoot, that's crazy, but... Right. I, I don't think it's crazy if there's mermaids. Yeah. No, I know. And, like, I think something that I would say cons conspiracy theorists get a bad rap for is, like, oh, well, like, <clears throat> you have either have to believe everything's real or n nothing is. Right. Right? So, I I don't know. I feel like you can have, you can have mixed opinions on everything, you know? Well, and... and so we touched on this a little bit, and I know you guys talked a lot about um, Bob Lazar and and a lot of yeah you yeah you, you've covered aliens quite a bit, but it's kind of the same idea, right? So if you have evidence of aliens and you have the government doing what they're doing to Bob Lazar, mm -hmm. and they're they're trying to protect, if that's what you want to call it, they're trying to protect us, the the general population from this super egregious concept of uh, another life form right, right? that's not other, from otherworldly yeah. right so um i i think aliens get talked about a lot more because it's so m more it would be so much more revolutionary if that were just like Proven. right right whereas if it was like yeah mermaid it's like a fish with arms right you're not gonna freak anybody out all yeah, yeah. that much yeah yeah but if you were like yeah the aliens they're over there we got them uh-huh they're over in area 51 they're waiting for y'all uh -huh. well that that the the raid passed but <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah yeah that that would be that would be devastating <laughs> yeah. to people i mean yeah. you you really think about it but I don't think it could ever be that have that big of an impact. People are too set in their ways to accept something like that, right? Yeah. To to say, well, you know, everything uh, my my whole life growing up, I've been taught this. My parents have been taught this. Mm -hmm. My religion might be based on this and affected by this. People don't want to. It's just a lot to take in, right? To to to. To be like, yeah, aliens are real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do think the government is actively trying to 
prevent that from happening, which I, I don't know if that would really happen. I don't know. Do you, you Yeah, no. You think I, that would disrupt things if, if if the government was like, Oh, we're sorry for stifling all this. You just aliens yeah, are real here's now. a picture, come to the alien zoo and pet them. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. I <clears throat> we kind of talked about it a little bit before you, you were you you mentioned that it would have I mean, just like shielding the public from this this crazy concept that they never thought was possible and now it's now it is possible and it's proven or it is real and now they have to adjust their thoughts and their beliefs and everything accordingly and i think that you know it would it would create a little bit of uh discord yeah. with people yeah in general oh i i i i i think that I, I personally I believe that there's there's got to be there's uh, no, too I, there's way too much we think the ocean's big yeah it's <laughs> right. way bigger right and there's so many uh cases of of things being seen and reported and all this stuff mm-hmm. is it is can every one of those be chalked up to some crazy guy right. in a field like oh he saw some lights yeah yep. okay well what gets me is like you look back in <clears throat> petroglyphs and and ancient drawings and scripts and stuff like that. And you have, you know, even if aliens aren't these three foot big headed dude, little skinny dudes, you know, but you have drawings of what looks to be spacecraft and, uh, yeah. I mean, you got historical accounts of aliens really, you know? And so I, I mean, I think, I think you have to keep your mind open to the possibility. I don't think you can be naive and say, no, it's like, they can't be real. And I don't think, I, I, I mean, I think they're real, yeah. you know, but, but I also am a little bit skeptical, right? Because I haven't seen one, Yeah. you know, but I guess like, you know, I'm a Christian and I haven't seen God, but I believe in him. Right. So like, just cause I haven't seen an alien doesn't mean he can't be real. Do you have faith in the aliens? Right. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Well, and it all goes back to, in my opinion, is kind of from a, a scientific standpoint, is how can you have all of these instances of sightings and reports mm-hmm. and um, you know, experiences that are unrelated to each other, yep. that have so much similarity, yep. Um, and, and say, oh, that's just a one-off, you yeah. know? And Well, and not only, like, it's not only happening in the United States. It's happening in Europe. Like, Russia is probably one of the number one sure. places where there's UFO or alien sightings. Yeah. And, you know, it's happening all over the globe in similar circumstances. Well, and the same goes for, you know, Bigfoot, right? Sure. Um, you know, have these sightings. And what I always wonder is, like, if I'm walking through the woods... And I see something hairy, and I can't really tell. I'm like, something just traveled through there in front of me. Yeah. Is the first thing that I'm going to think is like, oh, damn, there's Bigfoot. Or <laughs> am I going to be like, oh, I think that was a bear. Right. right. So if you see something that makes you think, hey, that wasn't a bear, that was something else. Yeah. That That's pretty, that's pretty solid to me, right? right. To, yeah, yeah. Because the first thing that comes to my oh yeah, there's Bigfoot. Oh yep. well, no, actually that was a bear. Yeah. My bad. Yep. 
So yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Like you're, yeah, yeah. you're not walking through the woods thinking, man, there's Bigfoot's out here. You got to watch out for him. No, you're thinking like, oh, there's bears or if somebody sees Bigfoot, I'm gonna pr- probably believe them because <laughs> yeah. why? Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. well, then you got the whole thing like, well, we're gonna make you know monetize it, right? Oh, we're gonna make this hoax video and sell it, which. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe, but whatever. I, I don't know. Maybe I just like to think that people have better things to do with their time than make a fake Sasquatch. <laughs> right. But, well, um, I don't know. I think they're, I think all legends stem from some sort of validity, sure. you know? Sure. And, and, they, and they, the, what's real may not be what our, le- what our um, modern urban legend is yeah, as yeah. it you know, exists currently, but there's something to it, probably. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, something always, you know, and people are always so, so ready to refute something like Bigfoot. Yeah. Um, oh, nobody's ever found one. Um, and I've asked you this before, but have you, have you found a bear carcass in the woods? You spent mm. a lot of time in the woods, right? Sure. How many bear skulls are you like, oh, yeah, look at this rotting bear here? <laughs> yeah, never. I've never seen one. Right. So I, I think Bigfoot, um, you know, if they're, an intelligent animal i think that they maybe are aware of humans mm-hmm. uh they probably are scared of humans yeah. humans nope. smell funny and they can probably tell that we're coming from yeah. a long ways off and uh and they probably don't have like there's not a vast number of them right you know so you have a, a limited population you have a very small population that is intelligent enough to want to avoid humans yeah and, and then you put them in, a, in an environment like Oh, Canada, for example, oh, yeah. which is how huge and how, uh, you know, sparsely populated. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's not inconceivable to think that there's something roaming around that can't, doesn't want to be found. Yeah. So I don't know. I've never seen Bigfoot. I don't, I don't, I, I'm, I tell you right now, I wouldn't be shocked if somebody was like, oh, yep, it's official. Bigfoot's real. Like, oh, that's neat. Yep. Not surprised. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, you know what's interesting about that is Jane Goodall, you know who Jane Goodall sure. is? Uh monkey, ape, chimpanzee scientist, whatever. She I mean, you know, she's been studying these animals all of her all of her life and you know, if if chimps did evolve into humans, which I mean that kind of goes against my religious beliefs, you know. Sure. But uh she's an accredited scientist and so during her whole lifetime of research, she she thinks that there's no way that Bigfoot maybe not isn't real, but wasn't real. There's no way he yeah. wasn't, you know? Even if he if even if if a Bigfoot isn't alive today, there was something that was maybe in between um, apes and humans or you know, something yeah. whatever that wasn't you know, a a caveman, you know. Well, and that goes back to finding the whales in the ocean, right? How many times sure. are there scientists say, "Well, we thought to be extinct, but we found mm-hmm. one." Right. However many years later, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. And there's some pretty crazy accounts of, uh, like, this is kind of taking a step back, but aliens being humanoid, like I mean, like like human looking like men yeah you know like indistinguishable from you and me you know but they're aliens or whatever you know there's some 
some weird Here, here's stories what, about that. Here's what gets me. You know, we're here in New Mexico, right? I mean, you live in Roswell. Um, yeah. We're at the heart of the of alien country. Sure. <laughs> right. And uh, you can you can go on the government's website, the .gov right. website, yep. and go to their records mm-hmm. and pull up documents. Uh, and one in particular that I found once on that website mm-hmm. is a memo, and it's from it's from. Air Force general, right? Yeah, I think. Well, I think it's maybe to the general. Oh, it's from a some personnel with the Air Force at at the Roswell Army Airfield, mm-hmm. um, to a higher up, and it's describing the um, the debris found at the crash site, and the terminology that they use in an official government memo that's recorded right. in the federal government's database. Yeah. It says there's a flying saucer with alien bodies. Yeah. It does. I mean, it says <laughs> yeah. it in the memo. I know. I now, read I read the memo on the podcast. So, okay, you did. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. So some of that yeah, is, is redacted, but... It's, Names. It's like, it's there. Yeah. I mean, what... Yeah. I mean, are you really going to... Well, they, they didn't know what they were looking at. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe not, but it's it's insane. Yeah. Yeah, it is insane. And it, like, I think also the concept of that scares people. You oh, know? absolutely. Like, but we were talking about it before, you know. Yeah. People want to go to work and come home and watch The Voice. They're not going to, it's, that's too uncomfortable to think that aliens could show up. Sure. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And cut their cable. Uh huh. And abduct them. Take steal all their hot dogs out of their fridge. <laughs> yeah. Well, you maybe wanted to touch on this. Uh lost time. You you, you mentioned something about lost time. Oh yeah. I, if if we want to talk about yeah, abductions sure. and stuff. That, that uh of all the paranormal stuff that's uh one of my favorites um is is lost time episodes. Um I personally don't have one i i've just heard about them um and they freak me the hell out yeah uh it, basically what it is 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 a person's it, it, their stories <clears throat> excuse me that that i've heard various places that uh are going about their business and they uh essentially lose a portion of their day that's unaccounted for so um one of them that I heard about was it was a, a kid, I guess maybe a teenager that was lived in maybe Alaska somewhere that was um, remote. Snow, snowmobiles were, were oh. common um, and, and fair and somewhat rural, and and so this family had finished up eating dinner, and this person uh, decided they were going to drive up on the hill in their snowmobiles after dark, and they were going to look at the the stars out there where they were at. Yeah. So, you know, after dinner time, uh, I'm going to assume it was, you know, seven, eight, nine o'clock, something like that. Sure. They drive up by themselves and park the uh, snowmobile, get off, lay down on the ground. And I guess probably pretty cold weather. They're, they're 
bundled up, bundled up, and hang out for a little bit. Look at the stars get finished, maybe get cold, and they go back. Get on the four or the the snowmobile. First thing that seems odd is the snowmobile is completely cold. You know, you figure you run a snowmobile engine warms up you park it for 30 minutes or an hour you know it, it may still be warm sure. they got on there it was cold started it up drove back all the lights are off in the house huh. which is uh, that's weird you know we just finished dinner and i was gone for 30 minutes maybe sure now all the lights are off go inside everybody's in bed and asleep hmm. so go on go into the bedroom this person basically in coming into the house realizes that it's like four in the morning yeah and you know was a aware was awake presumably and spent essentially like over six hours laying in the snow in the freezing cold in the night <laughs> yeah. looking at the stars yeah and only assumed that it was 30, 30 minutes. minutes yeah so that sort of stuff creeps me out. You know, I don't know if you've seen the movie The Langoliers. I have not. It's about a, a commercial airline that flies through a time rip, basically. Oh, okay. Um, they come out of the time rip, emergency land in an airport, and there are no people anywhere. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like a space-time continuum mm -hmm. concept, right? So... Um. That sort of thing is really weird to me. Like, where, what happened? Now, yeah. you might say, oh, that person, they fell asleep. Sure. Okay, maybe they did. I don't know, yeah. you know, but you start hearing about all these different accounts of this happening to people, and, and it, you start to wonder, like, were they sleeping? There, yeah. was, an, there was another one. It was a, um older couple, and they were going to see a movie in a movie theater, uh, so they go and buy their tickets as a husband and wife and they purchase a particular movie at a particular time and they go and the ticket taker takes their tickets and directs them to the movie theater uh, that their show is showing in. Yeah. They walk in to the movie theater and the credits are rolling and everybody's standing up out of their seats. So they think, well, okay, this ticket, this attendant sent us to the wrong theater no big deal so they walk out and they find the attendant and they say hey the, this movie's over it was the movie we we're gonna see but it's over in this theater yeah do we need to go into another theater and the attendant says no you bit you watched the movie yeah that was two hours ago <laughs> that i took your ticket <laughs> uh i don't know what to tell you yeah and they say dude we you just took our ticket and we just walked in there and it was over yeah N no i the, the attendant recognized him okay he had, sure. had uh i guess had cancer at the time uh -huh. and was i guess maybe bald from from treatment yeah and 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 the guy said no i recognize you you were in here a couple hours ago yeah. you know and uh so you know some people uh, theorize that maybe his treatment had played with his mind or whatever sure um but he was with his wife right. who wasn't undergoing treatment <laughs> right. and, and they you know went that through the same experience celebrating so. stories yeah that's interesting yeah I, I mean as far as losing time the only experience i've ever had is I, i've been knocked out and so i don't remember from 
you know, seven o'clock in the morning to 11 o'clock in the morning, right? In yeah. the same day. And, you know, I don't remember being knocked out. I can visual it, visualize it in my mind now because of stories, right. you know, but like, had I been by myself, I would have been like, what the hell happened? I just lost four hours of my life. You so, know? so imagine the same thing, but without uh, uh, an explanation. Uh, right. Sure. Um, yeah, no, that would be, <laughs> yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah, I, I hear a lot of stories or read a lot of stories about that, about people, they wake up maybe to go to the bathroom at the, in the night. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they always get up a similar time in the night. They wake up, look at the clock. You know, you always look at the clock sure. when you wake up. Yeah. You see what time it is. You go take a leak. You come back and now it's like 30 minutes, you know, it's like 30 minutes until you're supposed to wake up. Yeah. Four hours later. Right. You didn't, were you sleeping on the toilet? Yeah. Maybe, but it's weird, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Especially because like, I mean, I feel like if you, you know, sit down, take a leak, whatever, you fall asleep, cool, you wake <laughs> up and then you're like, oh man. I fell asleep I fell on, asleep the, toilet. on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I don't, I don't know about you, I never fell asleep on the toilet. So no. I, I, Me maybe, either. Is that a I, thing people do? No, probably not. I feel, maybe but i feel like you would you know you'd know oh shit i just fell asleep on the toilet not i just took a leak what happened <laughs> right it's four hours later it's different it's yeah. a different feeling it sure. is for sure yep no that's interesting yeah i'd be interested to know if i mean if any listeners have any experiences with lost time yeah. uh that would be very interesting yeah very interesting uh Real quick, uh, let's take a quick ad break. Okay. So, catch you back in a second. And we're back. Uh, thanks for listening to the ad. That makes us money. So, that's that's good. Uh, yeah, so let's kind of touch back on some paranormal activity, if you will. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, losing time is definitely a, a crazy thing to think about, like, where did you go? What happened? Was it, did you get abducted and then put right back? You yeah. Know? And like, maybe it's a, um, like a psychological thing, right? Sure. Because your body was doing something. You weren't, yeah. you weren't slumped over on the floor. Right. right? So, um, what's, it, what's the sleeping disorder? Uh, ne- ne- uh, I was gonna say necrolepsy, but that's not <laughs> even close. Uh, that's probably not even a thing. Narcolepsy? Narcolepsy. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not, ne- uh, nar- <laughs> man, it's not narcolepsy, but yeah. Yeah, uh, it could, I mean. Yeah, but I mean, two people having the same story right. and they both have narcolepsy walking into it. Right. Did they go in and sit down and just fall asleep and then both wake up like, oh, the movie's over. We, we. Right. We didn't see it because we weren't sleeping. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. It just, I don't think it's that easily explained away. No, no, to for me. sure. Yeah, definitely not. It's definitely not just a cut and dry, black and white explanation. There's something that happened and, and it could be, a, you know, some something chemical going on in their brain or it could be some weird shit. Or maybe you they disappeared and got probed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever hear about the it was a Netflix documentary. I, I touched on this again in, in a different podcast, but did you ever hear about the that dude that 
abducted, like, not abducted. He was friends with his buddy next door, and they had some, like, teenage daughters, like 12-year-old daughters. And he was like, hey, I'm going to take your daughter horseback riding for the afternoon. Is that okay? He was like, well, well, no, not really. And he was like, no, come on, it'll be fun. You guys aren't doing anything, blah, blah, blah. Come on, let's go. They're gone for, like, weeks at a time, right? And they're like, oh, this dude abducted my daughter. Well, he stages a alien abduction in his <laughs> camper with, like, weird alien voices, pretends that he got abducted too, so she believes it. Over the speaker or whatever, the alien says that she has to have sex with him to save the human race. He rapes her. They go back. They say, you can't say anything. Otherwise, you can't say anything to your to your parents. Otherwise, whatever is going to happen. The aliens will get you. Yeah, and so she stays quiet, you know, and it happens for years. Like, it goes on for years. That's too weird. Yeah. You know, he drugs her, you know, to make it seem like she's groggy. Oh, wake up. Oh, the aliens are talking to me, you know. Was that an Animal Planet documentary? <laughs> no. Oh. It's it's on Netflix. I can't remember what it's I can't remember what it's called, but uh it's like uh, it's creepy. That's and that's not paranormal. That's just a fucked up dude. But yeah, anyways, sorry, back to paranormal and losing time and uh What about what about ghosts? Do you have any ghost stories? I have a ghost story that I vaguely remember i was fairly young it was down in el paso uh i was with my mom my cousin uh my other little cousin was sitting on the table in a little booster seat eating and uh we were at my cousin's sister so my other cousin we were at her house and she was like you know she told us stories about how how there were ghosts in the house and how her son would like you know be talking to himself in a room and he she'd walk in hey who are you talking to oh the old lady you know, here in my room, blah, 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 whatever. So, you know, you can chalk that up to imaginary friend, whatever. Uh, but there was that day that we were all sitting there eating. She's the little girl sitting on the counter. And uh, I, she, I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, the ghost or whatever in the house wasn't having it. And it's like the booster seat with my little cousin in it flew off the table and landed on the floor like six feet away. Just like out of nowhere. Yeah. And she's not old enough to push herself off the table six feet away. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like, I don't know, that was just spooky. And then we've, you know, there's been s stories in that same house of like, they'll leave, come back, and there's baby powder all over the floor and like footprints in the baby powder, you yeah. know? And so it's like, well, did somebody break into my house, you know, yeah. and just spill baby powder, you know, because <laughs> nothing's gone. But it's like, I don't know, it's it's super weird and i think that this is kind of another thing where you know it's kind of contradictory contradictory to my religious beliefs right because if you die you go to heaven or hell right so what are ghosts you know yeah. are they stuck in between is purgatory a thing you know and you just stay on life and and or stay half dead half alive on earth or you yeah. know what i mean so it's kind of weird yeah i <sighs> My wife and I, you? yeah, we we had some experiences um, before we moved here when we lived uh, in Las Cruces. Um, I I wasn't buying it as much when it was going on, uh, but she she was a pretty hardcore believer. My wife was, and uh, she at the time we were going to college, and she was doing a master's thesis, um, and so she was doing research on some historical 
uh, Civil War generals. Sure. Um, and so she claims that she had a primary source book, a really old book yeah. that, that was a collection of his works that she had gotten from somewhere to do research with. And she dropped it one day and kind of broke the spine of this book. And soon after that, she started seeing weird things in our house. Hmm. And I, I, I still, I don't know if I, you know, sure. I believe that she experienced this stuff, but what it was, I, I, I can't really say. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've had my, I, I've seen, I've had some experiences, what I would call ghost, uh, encounters but i i still don't know how i feel about all of it yeah um, but she i one time i was in class i was gone on campus and she was at the house and she heard the door open and heard boots walking on a tile floor so she hey how's it going you home whatever and of course i didn't answer and sure. so that weirds her out she calls me on the cell phone she says hey where are you I said, well, I'm still on campus. I just got out of class a minute ago. Um, wh what's going on? And she said, you're not here at the house? I said, no. So that weirds her out real bad. She goes through, goes through the whole house, nothing. Not, you know, yeah. no intruder or or, mm -hmm. or whatever. You just, just footsteps um, with no explanation. Yeah. Um, another time... You know, we had had some people over at the house, I think, probably hanging out late at night, drinking beers and stuff. And everybody goes home. Everybody's gone. And we're starting to get ready to go to bed. And uh, we both hear a beer can top open uh -huh. in the in the living room, just out the door and, and around the, the hall there. Yeah, yeah. And I looked at her, and she looked at me, and I thought, "Who in the hell is still here? Yeah, drink, you still keep on drinking, <laughs> yeah. or whatever." Yeah. <clears throat> so I went out, went out into the living room, and there's nobody there. Yeah. But there's a brand new beer sitting on the coffee table, wow. open, yeah. cold. Yeah. And I, this this was I don't know eight seven eight years ago. So I. I I don't remember that story happening that way, but she says that's what happened. That, that there was a beer there. I remember hearing the sound and all that, but yeah. she said there was a there was a beer can there. Um, and then of course she saw she would wake up in the night and and she tells me, oh, I saw a silhouette of a of a guy dressed in Civil War uniform standing in my closet. Yeah, and I'm like. You, your robe hanging in there in the dark, you know, right. some some yeah. shadow or whatever. Which, yeah. so I don't know. I, I and then she was always telling me, "Oh, the, this cabinet popped open by itself." And yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe if there's, she was convinced that that house had something there. Yeah, and other houses that we've lived since then had different or or not any spirits, if you mm -hmm. want to call them that. Um, but I don't know. I, those were kind of her experiences and not mine. I I've had my own, um, once when I was young at my parents' house, uh, we were, we had a little campfire going in the backyard and we were cooking hot dogs and things like that. And I was pretty young, maybe kindergarten age or so. Yeah. And we lived in a pretty rural area, uh, 
close to the train tracks and then there was a train trestle that went over a a, a, a small they call it a river but it's a little creek that yeah. goes through there uh lots of trees and brush and things like that and of course being nighttime you know it's dark down in there and generally not people walking around <laughs> right um but i guess both of my parents had gone inside for a minute to get mm-hmm. something or whatever and i'm sitting just in the backyard by the fire and when they come back i say this guy just came up out of the river yeah and talked to me and mm-hmm. and they of course they're freaked out because right. i'm there in the yard and now there's a guy roaming around talking to me and stuff. sure I'm like well what did he look like and and what did he say and all of this stuff and i and like i said it was a long time ago i was young and i don't recall exactly what what he said or what i recounted but um based on my description of what he looked like how he was dressed and what he said my dad was certain that it was his dad it was my grandfather um, who passed away, I think, three weeks before I was born. Um, and so he thinks, and so I think, because he you know, he told me what he thought was yeah. it was him, and he came to, to tell me to say hello or whatever. Sure. Um, I really don't think that a hobo came and chatted me up while, I, well, sure. you know, while my parents were inside. So, right. I, you know, I can't, <laughs> right. I can't... There's not another explanation right good explanation right yeah and and there wasn't a hobo dress like my grandfather would have been looking like you know right yeah uh, yeah. from 30 years ago Mm -hmm. or you know whatever however he was that i described but yep um the other one other experience direct experience that i had with ghosts was uh, uh my wife and i were driving at night one time on a frontage road uh pretty close to my parents house and we passed my wife was driving i was riding in the passenger seat and we passed a guy walking on the side of the two-lane frontage road and he had a long coat on which you know okay whatever Whatever. there's a guy walking at night sure sort of weird but whatever you kind of expect a weird guy walking at night to wear a long coat right a trench coat sure yeah um so we get up closer the headlights get on him and he's walking towards us on on the on the the right side of the road sure and we go past and and we kind of look at this guy this odd character on the side of the road yeah and i looked at my wife and she looked at me and i said was that guy's face blurry like we were watching cops Yeah, yeah and she said Yes, his face was blurry, like we were watching cops. Yeah. And I said, I, I, I was speechless. You know, I just like, yeah. what, what do you like? Yeah, you saw that too. Yeah, yep. his face. And, and, and I said that I was like, you saw his blurry face. She was like, yep. <laughs> I was like, okay then. Yeah. Man. And, yeah. and it's not like oh, it was dark. It was shade you know it was in the shadows or whatever i mean this dude's face was pixelated and the pixels were moving around yeah okay yeah and so anyways we go we were headed to my parents house we get there my mom's 
got an interest in, in ghosts and things of that nature. And she's got some books on uh, ghosts specific to New Mexico. So, yeah. you know, um, we told her what happened and she said, really? And she went back in the back room and she came back with the book and she flipped through this book and she said, look at this story in this book. And it was a guy in a coat with wow. a blurry face in this ghost stories of New Mexico book that she had. Yeah. And I was like, man, okay, that's weird. You know, it's, it's one thing to see something. It's easy to second guess yourself mm -hmm. and, and chalk it up to something, whatever. Sure. But when you got somebody there, like corroborating your story yeah. from a different account. Yeah. Yeah. And you saw the same thing. I mean, you, you, you it's hard to second guess yourself yep. at that point. And then to go see a book like, Oh yeah, that's a, like a known story. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. <clears throat> I don't know. My my wife thinks it's crazy. You know, I have all this different experiences, and I'm still sort of on the fence. Like, mm -hmm. I'm still so all this stuff. I believe I'm still sort of skeptical on the ghost thing. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I do think that. I mean, I think that spirits are real. You know, ghosts, if that's what you want to call them. I think that there's some type of something left over when you die you know because i i think that like the soul of a person is a lot more complex than you know like soul is kind of a deep word you know other yeah. than soul music like the soul of a person it's more than their heart it's more than their brain it's like sort of an indescribable part of a person yes and so i think that there's more to that than just oh you die and your soul dies too you know i think there's something left over you know yeah. whether or not you go to heaven or hell or, you know, whatever. I think still there's there's just something left of you, you know. And, uh, you know, maybe it's, you know, some people's soul or whatever is stronger or some people are more susceptible to seeing or whatever, you know. And, no, I don't know. I think it has to do with uh, a huge number of factors, but I definitely think that ghosts are real. Just, I mean, I, I, I know you. I'm not going to say you're lying, you know. And that your mom found this book that corroborated your story is ridiculous. You yeah. Know? Well, I, I'm not lying. I could be yeah. wrong, <laughs> right. but I'm not lying. Right. So. Yeah. No, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. I think we've kind of touched on, on everything that you wanted to, huh? Yeah. I definitely think we should do this again. Yeah. Hopefully Jalen will be, Able, able to do it yeah he's got some he's got some f funny commentary to add to sure. most stuff so uh i yeah i could i could probably go on uh too much detail on on any given topic but yeah, yeah i'd be i'd be happy to yeah yeah it's kind of different coming like doing it in my garage for the last or in my house for the last you know 10 episodes or whatever it was and then now going remote yeah yeah i come to the guest instead of the guests come to me it's kind of cool yeah i mean i i like it yeah i it's it's i guess it you know it's opens up the possibility of having different guests and yeah. you know if having to accommodate them and stuff is i guess better for them you know and this is what i want to do so well i appreciate it because yeah. i know it's it's hard we got we all have a lot of stuff going on, so oh, yeah. I appreciate you taking the time to 
to yeah. come to me. No, of course. And I thank you for your time. I mean, yeah, like you say, everybody has, you know, trying to trying to organize something, you know, two hours out of your day yeah. between three different men and their families right. is not easy, you know. So, uh, you know, obviously we couldn't have Jalen, but <clears throat> yeah, no, I'm glad you, I'm glad you could be here. And uh, we'll definitely have you back on the back on the podcast. I would say go hit him up on Instagram and Facebook, but he doesn't have it. So you you can uh, you can tag me or however you do it on the on the Codas or on the on the podcast page. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, let us know what you think about this episode and uh, the feedback you have for Ransom, and I'll give him I'll, I'll pass the word along. But uh, yeah, I know. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, I really hope you guys liked it. I did. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, leave us a rating. Uh, yeah, like I said a while back, you guys were good on the ratings for a while, and now it's like well, we kind of plateaued. So uh, I know more than 16 of you are listening. So tell sm- your tell your friends. Yeah, tell your friends. Uh, Ransom kind of brought a different dynamic to the podcast this episode, and he's got he's a little better with his words than. Jalen and I are, I think. So, uh, yeah, it was good. It was very good. So thanks for listening, and stay tuned for another episode of Somewhere in America.